Swinging heat is till pinata's gone. Bust, 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 it's nothing a cup confession. Couldn't fix talking shit, kicking back to session. Such a blessing, like holy water, bring a slaughter to your daily stressing. I'll take a sip, I hope you got the message. Come and kick it with the family. Tiana Fox, DJ Swivel, rocking properly. The policy is simple, lead the drama by your wallet, by your wallet. To get a second with the vibe, it's such an honor, bitch. Word to your mama, see the clock, it's time to bust the move. When that needle take a drop and knock you out your shoes, we fly with it, get it with for this designer stoop. Dope dealing with track life, serving it just for you, just for you, just for you, serving it just for you, just for you, just for you, serving it just for you, just for you, just for you, serving it just for you, just for you, just for you. You know the rest. Just for you. Can I kick it with the kickback show? Can I kick it with the kickback show? Can I kick it with the kickback show? Well, I'm gone. Gone in. Yeah, you start that shit now. The Kickback Show. What's in your cup? Man, Whoopi Goldberg, she be going in on um, uh, John McCain's daughter, the white chick that's like the only freaking Republican on on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoopi, like, Whoopi has no time for her. I don't have any time for her either, but I mean, it's funny to watch their interaction. I'm glad that the people on TV finally standing up because, you know, there was a time when they didn't say shit. You know what I'm saying? They had to, their 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 livelihood would have been jeopardized. And now it's like, maybe either they realize their livelihood isn't or they like, fuck it, I don't give a fuck. It needs to be said. I don't know, but I appreciate yeah. it. Ouch. See, Whoopi ever really cared, though. Whoopi never cared. She always been like that. I don't watch those shows. She always been like that. As as long as I have seen clips of her, she has spoken up for a lot of social issues. Uh, like she's like she's been on. Um, she's like a Maya Angelou, right? Like with her words when she speaks. That's how. That's from. That's all I remember because I don't. I, I really truly don't remember any Whoopi interview I've ever seen. Well, I think it's just in her work in general. Like, I think uh, it's, uh, it has a lot to do with her comedy, like her stand-up, which I haven't seen much of. Uh, but uh-huh. her movies, she's kind of slid in, you know, little things here and there. Clearly, things like Sister Act right. and, like, Strong Black Women. But I believe she's... No, she's just been about the issues and have always talked about things. But you said something that was unique. Um, that I think is important to kind of acknowledge as far as like people speaking up now um, about like a lot of issues. And I think I think it comes twofold. I think people have always said things, but have kind of had to play, meaning black people or people of color or people that feel oppressed have always kind of like played the game in a sense. You know what I mean? Like played that political game. Like, yeah, you know, I'm... Yeah. I'm 
I'm high key with the shits, but I'm gonna keep it low key for right now for the sake of not losing my job or jeopardizing whatever, you know what I mean, that I have right now. Right, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say nothing, but I'm gonna uh, donate some money. Well, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, not oh, that. I, well, I don't. I kind of feel like that's what that was like the MJ thing, Michael Jordan's thing, when he said it wasn't his lane. He didn't really know nothing about it, so he just gave money. So but was, but but I, the I, thing is with him, that's that's different. I've heard stories of him not messing with like rappers, really, like certain black people. Like I've heard like firsthand stories, like Noriega saying that like Chameleon Air went up and was like trying to get a picture with him and he was just like nah like he doesn't take pictures and that may just be a personality thing with Jordan but they apparently they say like rumor has it in the industry that he don't like he don't mess with niggas per se that's wild nigga and his shoes is out there like that for real that's deep I mean who knows I mean but then also watching his documentary he is different like he he's he's a recluse like he's one of those all I want to do is is play basketball and make money type like he may not necessarily be sociable and I'm willing to accept that like yeah that's like a preference like hey we support you the least you can do is take a picture, you know what I mean, or acknowledge somebody. But then again, that's kind of like a preference thing. And then that kind of goes back to almost like a self, uh, almost like a self-evaluation type thing to where it's like, do we as consumers or we as creatives and individuals need to be more mindful of the people and do like a better job at vetting the people that we endorse the that we support you know what i mean it's yeah, kind of jumping out the window and saying like yeah i like this person i'm gonna go support and then later on find out that you know they have money invested in private prisons or that they really don't mess with you or don't put money towards you know your community or build anything you know what i'm saying like that's on us you know what i'm saying us like black people Right, so you're saying to research who before you start investing your your anything into them? That's what you're saying? In, in general, yeah. Yeah, I respect that. I receive that. Like knowing who our, our, who our true like kings and queens and leaders are before we put them on, the, on those pedestals. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. I feel like a lot of these bandwagons aren't even started by black people, but they're in our language and then it gets like the the people that are followers to get on top of it and then it and then it becomes a thing i feel like it don't I feel like a lot of things aren't even fucking things like there it's it's just it's just circulates a lot and it's in your face a lot like but as far as those people that are out here allowing like allowing themselves to be on a pedestal knowing what they do and not and, and being awesome well shit you should look into it it's like where where the fuck is your like your your soul like you still out here allowing that to be hidden so you know if we gotta research you know be about your shit and speak about what you're really about you feel me like why why is this shit secret you, you should move the way you want to move like and loudly 
like or quietly whatever but be real about it yeah but i think that that also speaks to if i'm if i'm understanding you correctly i think that that speaks to individuals unplugging from the matrix so if you only subscribe to television or you know mass media type outlets whether they're social digital or you know again like tv internet whatever you're only going to get one particular thing prime example netflix you go on netflix Primarily, they're going to show you the white movies, you know what I mean? The, the movies that they got money behind or the ones that are being promoted and all of that. So primarily, that's the only source of information or, you know, when it comes to movies or music, if there's money put behind the marketing and promotion, that's typically what you're going to see, you know? And so it's, if I'm, if I'm again, understanding you correctly, you're absolutely right. I agree that it's up to people to be loud and proud. But I think, again, on the other side of that, it takes consumers to to really dig deep to try to find where those things are. So prime example, everybody's on some, yeah, cancel Starbucks because of this. It's like, well, we've known how they've acted. Like, they've shown us their true colors a long time ago. Yeah. And it should have been up to us to, like, search for those local... Um, local businesses you know what i mean like the local coffee shops that do exist all around our neighborhoods whether they're black or not you know what i mean but if they're allied then they're allied you know what i'm saying but again doing that research to try to like find like where these businesses are where these outlets are where this music is you know where these movies are like all of that like there's so many independent everything that are that exist and now it's a, the, the, I guess the facilitating factor falls under the internet. Like you can literally go on and search and granted you'll have to again dig, like it's not gonna be like search for black podcasts and the kickback show is the first thing that pops up. You know what I mean? But again, it's one of those things to where it's also not impossible. But then it also, what I'm learning is, is that algorithms with the internet go a long way. So it's like, when you see that black business, you know, post something, sharing that, yeah. that increases the algorithms of what show up in your timeline. And then also if your friends click on it, they share it, then it literally builds up the algorithms for these small businesses and then they, they're able to thrive. We've had the conversation on the show several times as far as like um, our, our heroes kind of being dictated for us. Like when it came to when it came to Drake, it was like, he's going to be the savior of hip hop. And then, and I remember myself and Foz telling a lot of people like, hold up, like, let's not go there just yet. We got to wait and see. And kind of um, going back to Jordan for a second, like, you know, think of LeBron James, like he was crowned King James coming out of high school and that he was going to be the next, you know, Michael Jordan of the league before we even saw what LeBron was really capable of. And, you know, even even after, after LeBron won like his first or second championship, it was already like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna overtake Jordan as far as the greatest of all time. And it's like, nah, I mean, there's still plenty of other players that have a lot more accolades and a lot more accomplishments in this league than James, like we can't put him over Jordan just yet. And I mean, for me personally, I don't know that I ever will be able to put him over Jordan. Um, 
because up until this point, it's he's been to the finals nine, nine times and only won three. Like that's only thirty-three percent. That's not very dominant, if you ask me. And that's just one, you know, one element to the argument. But um, and maybe Brandy, like, kind of touching on what you're saying is like, you know, where do these movements kind of pop up from, and how are they all of a sudden determined to be like the movement, or how are these leaders or um, whatever like determined to be the organization and they sit and they pick and they do their thing like there's a whole website that you have to subscribe to but it gives you all of the um the um like the social media influencers it gives you their stats and shit like that so it's like you know you literally see all their stats so you know how much like how to gift you have to gift them or you, you you do some whatever they you know is their norm you do that and then they'll post your shit like so i think in 2017 because the last time i looked it was a bit back but in like 2017 they had like snoop it was like the top 10 snoop was in there there was some models in there some some, some people i never knew but it was like the like Basically, there's a whole database for that. So that's why I like when shit starts to become waves, I'll be like, especially like, and I, you know, whatever, whatever that everybody wanna say about black as fuck, whatever. But I'll be like the little shit that be popping out. It's like, that. did a black person really start that? Like there's sometimes just certain things, certain memes, certain shit in the middle of real shit. It's like, I don't always believe that I, sometimes I just think that's to deter the culture um, and it works like a motherfucker because we hilarious, so we gonna take it like, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Like, I'm cool with this whole storyline and then arrest Brianna's killers, but it's like, I'm also like, that shouldn't be the meat, like, it's starting to turn into like something else. And it's just like, but at the end of the day, everybody is important everybody's role is important not everybody's a frontline person not everybody's a fucking activist out outspoken type of individual you know so if you a meme is cool like everybody's important so i'm not catching or nothing you know sometimes um like you were saying last episode about you know the agenda being um hijacked well, no, there's that, but like, like, um, you know, when it, Faz, you said it, you said something about like staying on key, on course, like then everybody's going to throw all these things in and it's like, well, let's get this, you know, let's execute something. Let's get, let's com complete something. I think it's important to kind of recognize and, and a lot of the conversations that I've been having have concluded with, you know, stay strong continue to do like self-care uh because a lot of this is overwhelming like there's i think what we have to acknowledge at the end of the day is that this is generations and centuries of work to get people to the point to where they are now right and so it's not necessarily anything that we're going to be able to just cure overnight like it's great that the seeds are being planted as far as people being enlightened to a lot of the issues that have been addressed for years. You know what I mean? At least as, as far as, you know, most of us have been born like we, you know, all of us were born after the civil rights, you know, uh, era. And so 
clearly it's been something that's going on centuries before that. So I think it's it's important to realize that people are trying to gravitate towards something. So when a lot of these things start to like pop up, people, most of the time consumers and the average mind will just automatically jump on board with it because it gives them something. It gives them something to, to grasp onto, something to follow, something to guide them. But again, it's important for them to be guided in the right direction, which again, like you mentioned in the last episode, like I was talking like, yo, there, there needs to be a set game plan for people. Swimmer was saying that, that uh, he was, he presented the question of whether or not we should kind of start a new thing besides Black Lives Matter or kind of keep the ball rolling. And, you know, ultimately I, I, I still stand by, you know, sticking with them. But again, my main, the main thing for me is the key principle of having a direction and a game plan. And part of what I'm saying is, is like people are jumping on like the average mind and people that are just now becoming aware of a lot of the issues or things that, that, you know, have been affecting us or have been getting this, this information is new to them. They want to gravitate towards something. So when these things are starting to pop up, they want to align themselves in a direction that, that is going to lead them to liberation. You know what I mean? And the tricky thing is, and uh, you know, I think this goes back to what Brandy is saying, you know, as far as like vetting a lot of these things that are just popping up and making sure that they aren't misleading people, I think is very important, you know, but we have to also understand that this is generations of oppression that we're talking about that's both systematic and systemic. It's been coming from all different types of angles and it's literally a chess game that no matter where we move, there's gonna be a trap, you know what I mean? And again, to be more specific, we're talking about mass incarceration. We're talking about redlining and, and owning property. We're talking about the stock market. We're talking about politics. We're talking about the education. Oh, mass incarceration. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's so many different things, small business loans, like there's so many different things that, that we have to address and so many things that need to be cleaned out that it's impossible to do all those things at one time. But I think it's important that we have organization and Killer Mike has been talking about this a lot, you know, from as long as I've been following him um, about organization and us organizing and moving as one unit, you know, which I think is where it becomes problematic when other things start to pop up and it just becomes all black lives matter. Well, this black life matters too. Well, my black life matters as well. Yeah. I have locks. Well, people that drive Hondas and have to pay extra for gas, our lives matter. And it's like, bro, like we. Oh, what, right, nigga? I'm just saying, like, like <laughs> shit is just popping up. And it's like, I get it. People want to be seen and be heard. But again, I think it's more let's not deter away from what the important message is here. Like, yes, we're trying to fight so, these things. Can you, so like, this is, cause it's like what you're saying is common sense to me and maybe I don't know how to dumb it down, but can you make that 
practical, like someone who does possibly feel, who doesn't necessarily know that they're deterring from the ultimate like movement, whatever, like do they need to do some action, like questions like, damn, is my shit like really that important? Or like, I don't know, like how can somebody measure that? I don't necessarily know all the different things that are getting in the mix of the ultimate, the original goal. So whatever the rest of the little things, like everything, all lives matter, like just going to others. People are just, I'm just seeing a lot of things. Like I saw this um, post where, so it's like, this is a question for y'all. This this um, Los Angeles is well known for being, you know, quick with the shit, with, with the information. And they posted something and it was a 2017 murder. And the caption was like, they just out here killing us. And somebody was like, a person was like, you know, we look to you for current stuff. Like, you know, you're you're now you're being deceptive you're just trying to enrage us like we you know i look for you i come to your page to find current shit somebody responded under it like it doesn't fucking matter the shit still needs to be said so it's like i don't know because then it's like now we arguing with each other so for people that still feel strongly and want to get shit off their chest and want to feel like what is what is what are some things because i know y'all have some things where before they you know go to like, what is it? Should they ask them some questions? Should the niggas speak twice? Knock on wood? Like, what should they do before jumping? I think people that are people that are making comments, because I've seen comments like that too under certain posts. I think what people have to realize is is that we live in an age where we are overwhelmed with information, and it's easy for things to get buried immediately. You know what I mean? So it's almost like prime example, Breonna Taylor, right? Soon as as we started talking about her, like it was Ahmaud Arbery, then it was like Breonna Taylor, and then it seemed like moments after Breonna Taylor, we were talking about that and trying to get justice for that, George Floyd happened, you know? And it was like the three of those things happened like in succession, like very quickly. And George Floyd kind of sparked like this entire movement and the outrage and the protest. really the, the city of Minneapolis, them just kind of immediately burning things down and, and kicking shit up. I think that kind of lit a fuse around the world where people were like, you know what? This is a good time for us to start like really just kicking shit up, right? And then we ultimately forgot, not necessarily forgot, but we got buried with George Floyd and all this other shit and kind of almost had Breonna Taylor swept under the rug. Ahmaud Arbery was still kind of relevant, but again, swept under the rug, right? And so I say all that to say when there are certain sites or outlets that are posting things that are, even if they're old or a year old or whatever the case may be, it's kind of bringing these things to light. And for people that are leaving these comments to, to remember or kind of take heed, like, hey, there are people out here that are unaware of what N.W.A. was talking about. There are people that probably forgot about Rodney King. You know what I mean? There are people that clearly forgot about Breonna Taylor. 
there are people that forgot about the, the countless amount of names of, of people that were killed or brutalized or that are sitting in jail currently over some BS. You know what I mean? And so it's like this information isn't necessarily misleading, but it's exactly that. It's informative. I think it's also important for outlets to put things into context. You know, so if you're just kind of posting something, I've, I've seen comments under things like D.L. Hughley's page where he'll just post something, he'll just say this, right? And people say, oh, well, this is out of context and what are you talking about? And this is misleading information, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it really isn't. It's just kind of him just sharing things. Um, so, I mean, I, I get that it's important to put a context and say, hey, this is something else that we've dealt with. This is something else that, you know, has sparked outrage and why people are upset and why it's not just, um, just an offshoot of like, oh, why, are everybody, why is everybody up in arms and why are we burning things all because of George Floyd? And it's like, no, well, now you're seeing an overflow of situations that have happened for the last, you know, generation of people that have died and have been brutalized by the hands of the police. And it's like, this is the reason why it's happening. You know what I mean? So for me, I think- I think- Go ahead. I was gonna say, I think another prime example is is Elijah McCain, <clears throat> which happened in August of last year. Yeah. But um, like when, for, at least for me, when, when you know, the video clips and stuff started popping up on, on my social media, it was because of the body cam footage that just came out. And so for me, it was like, oh, this just happened. But then when you kind of do some of the research, you find out, oh, no, it happened August last year. But it's becoming a lot more public now because now the body cam footage is out. And now we see how, you know, he's injected with ketamine. And it's like, for what? Like, and, you know, and then we see clips of him, um, you know, playing the violin for, um, what is it, uh, pets and like, um shelters or whatever and you see how how i don't want to say frail but like how you know how skinny he he was as a young man like you know did he really look like a threat and you know things of that nature so it's like um i agree with Foz. like if if they're gonna if say black lives matter for example is gonna post a clip of like police brutality but it's from 2017 well let's make sure we put a date on it so that people understand that hey yeah this is from 2017 but it was never addressed back then or it didn't get the the spotlight that it should have back then there's no justice that has been served yet so like we're bringing it up again to draw more awareness just like we're constantly trying to draw awareness to brianna taylor's killers who still haven't been arrested yet yeah, I never, I never heard about the Elijah thing. Like I'm spanking new to it two days ago. Like I never knew. And I, I think Swivel touched on it, like putting a date or, or a context in that sense, so it doesn't seem like it's it just happened yesterday. To kind of spark more outrage is important. But at the end of the day, for me, I kind yeah. of put myself in the shoes of the parents that have been fighting since last year to try to make this national news. You know what I mean? Like to try to figure out a way for people to to address it, to, to cause the change. Because clearly, you know, something like George Floyd, you know, uh, his passing, like caused immediate results to where they're starting to change laws and change policies and things of that nature, right? And so it's like these families that, 
again, their stories and they're, they're, they're seeking justice for months on end or years or whatever the case may be. It's like, they're like, look, like we need, we need our kickback. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, and it's more than just a settlement. It's like, you know, clearly, clearly you have like a no knock warrant, you know, you bust in somebody's house. If Brianna Taylor didn't become national news and we don't push for her, then that policy of no knock warrant doesn't get changed or revert, you know, like reversed in a sense, right? But then again, it's also like, she's not coming back. And and there's parents and family members that are literally like still in grief. You know what I'm saying? Like they're still in grief. Elijah McCain's family still in grief. Trayvon Martin's family still in grief. Like forget the fact that they, despite whatever, how much money they got or whatever, right? Cool, whatever. You can have whatever settlement, whatever you do with the money is what it is. But at the end of the day, George Zimmerman is still breathing. <laughs> He's still breathing. Still walking the street. He's still walking the street with a criminal he could record. Be, he could be breathing for all care as long as he's behind bars at, at bare minimum. I, I want to see him dead. Nah, life for a life. Life yeah. for a life. Life yeah. for a life. I, you know, if he's going to continue breathing, it's got to be, he can't be walking the street free to do whatever he wants to do. I don't want to see him breathing. I don't want to see him breathing. Fuck him. None of them. None of them should. None of them should. Like, y'all want, they want to be on this street shit. Well, really be on that street shit. Like, the fuck? Like, shit. That's a, that actually kind of brings up a question. Like, are we, as a, as a community um, and as a people, like, are we really ready? Um, if it becomes like a a race war type of situation, like I mean, you know, we've got you know, we know that like in hoods, there's you know goons that are 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 armed up and and ready to go. But I mean, I was talking with a homie just just the other day. Like he went to he went to the shooting range not long ago, and he was like, man, you know, like I went there with a couple of my little you know my little pistols or whatever. But I'm seeing all these white dudes walking in with their cases of ARs and friggin', um, you know, AK-47s and what have like, and they're, and I, he's like, I could tell they're in there on a regular basis. And we're not training on a, a regular basis like that. So are we really ready if it, if it, you know, were to come down to that? It's, I would say, you know, cause I don't, I'm not gonna say, there's certain things that just entitled skin on to us. So what I will say is, ready or not, it's like you back a cat into a corner, shit gets real. So just like, I ain't had no baby, but I heard when you, you know what I'm saying? It ain't never no perfect time to have a baby. When shit happens, it happens. So what's gonna happen is going to happen. That's what I'll say. I don't think the black community is organized enough for a race war i'm not going to say that we're not prepared but i feel as though that we're we're just not organized right and i've said this on several occasions um that like we have all of our factions we just we're just not on the same page you know what i mean as many gang members as in south central compton inglewood watts you know what i mean like all over southern california as many gangs as there are and then that even spreads across over to Atlanta, Detroit, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Jersey, you know what I mean? Like the list goes on. As many gang members 
and I'm speaking from from like a positive sense, right? As many gang affiliated gang members that there are, we have an army, and that's not even including Nation of Islam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Black militias, like all of that, right? Like we have our army, but it's 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 just not organized. You know what I mean? Like there's there's years of distrust and it's just dysfunctional. We're basically like a dysfunctional family trying to get everybody to come over for a holiday right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like some people may be late. Some people are like, nah, I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm still not messing with so-and-so. Nah, this person is corny. Or yeah, I'll be there, you know, but I'm bringing my other family. And it's just like, wait, what other, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's a bunch of other issues that that still need to be resolved internally and it, it's going to take more time than just saying like yo this rival gang and this rival gang put your differences aside because now we have one common enemy you know what i'm saying like that's what it should be though that's, the way that's it what it should be. be though like fuck emotions the emotions is for relationships like we ain't trying i'm not trying to marry you nigga like we need to yeah. be aligned and be on accord for you know what I'm saying? The greater the ultimate goal. Like I'm tired of this whole like understand. I understand where you, I don't fucking understand where you come from. Right is right, wrong is wrong. You nobody do better you live there, nigga. Like move forward. Like you keep on living in yesteryear. Like I don't get. It's we all have a story. We all have a story. We all got some shit that we can say. Like damn, nigga, what the heck? What no, man? That shit is over, man. That shit is past. It takes what? 15 minutes to. Get over something. You are right. reliving it. I mean, mourning, I get it. Death and, and certain things, especially, you know, you take an oath. Like, I get it. I totally understand that ride or die shit. But um, it, we're now talking about, like, humanity, you know? So it's that shit came before any other things that you're, that anybody's affiliated with, believe in, all that. Like, anything that these, you know, everybody want to ride for, it's like... You know what I'm saying? The the issue that's at hand is far bigger than all of that that what people are attached to, in my opinion. That is separating people from wanting to come align. Because I don't think everybody should have to, you know what I'm saying, denounce things just to sit at the table. Like, just be ready to talk to people you may not fuck with. But it's like, we still, the ultimate goal is the ultimate goal. You could ride for whatever you want to ride for, but the ultimate goal should should be the ultimate goal. But I, I think a lot of that goes back to conditioning and and programming and trauma. You know what I'm saying? Like it, I, I'm 100% with you, but it's it's almost hard to convince somebody that has been shown all their life that life is only one way, that a different reality. You know what I'm saying? Like to try to convince somebody that Jesus isn't white. That, that may be problematic. You know what I'm saying? To, to convince people that whatever that, I mean, even just looking at the battle of, like, but looking at the battle matter. of trying to convince people that that slavery, to acknowledge slavery in America and yeah, the damage yeah. that it's done. You know what I'm saying? Like to even have to be in 2020 and have a phrase, despite the movement, to have a phrase that says black lives matter. I want to be seen. I don't want to be judged by my hair. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that that is an issue is is I mean it it, it kind of speaks to a bigger goal. 
And I think one thing that we have to kind of almost take into account for is that we're trying to battle against time that we ultimately don't have in, and, and instead of trying to organize ourselves, right? Like we're trying to take on, a, we're trying to take a bigger bite than we can chew. So what I mean by that is, is that we're trying to attack again from all these different angles, right? Instead of probably just starting small and again, treating this like a chess game. Let's start moving our pawns to where they need to be moved. So as far as like, like solutions, things that I've been presenting are, again, starting in small little communities, right? And we've seen this work time and time again. Shout out to the homie, uh, the homie Butter that does Keep It Run 100, right? Who started off on a smaller scale of just him and a couple homies going on runs and jogs and all that kind of stuff. And now it's become like a, a mega movement to where everybody's like, yo, I'm all about that. Like, I want to, you know, I want to run or I want to get in shape or I just want to jump on the fat, whatever it may be. It's been hundreds of people that have been joining him, you know, lately, you know what I mean? Probably up into the thousands of people joining him onto this run, right? So if you kind of take that same concept and say, you know what? With this next election, I'm gonna get with a bunch of the close homies. We're gonna run through these ballots figure out who we gonna vote for and do that. The next day, let's, or or the next plan is let's, let's run down all of the businesses that we support. Let's do our research, figure out who's supporting who, you know what I mean? And then literally start attacking all of these things little by little with smaller groups. Because ultimately from there, you can create a network. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's say, let's say we do it here with the kickback, right? We go through and say, hey, let's not support this business, this business, this business. Okay, let's search for local coffee shops, local this, Black-owned, you know, whatever. You know, let's search for Black-owned uh, wine companies, which is what I've been on lately, right? Go from there. And then Brandy, oh, I'm pretty sure. You list, bro. Yeah, exactly. You, so you see how, but you see how this happens, you know what I'm saying, to where it's like, you're going to be like, oh, damn, I didn't even know that. Boom, I'm going to start supporting then you gonna end up telling your girls, like, yo, look, I just found this bomb wine company that's whoopty whoop and it's black owned. They're gonna be like, okay, word, boom, I'm on. Then they start spreading it. So on and so forth. Swivel does the same thing with his partners. So then it ends up spreading that way. And I know that there's already movements in place um, of like, hey, day one, like, and it started after Juneteenth or during Juneteenth of like, this day we're going we're not going to support these businesses yeah they were not going to buy any shit, all that right? shit. but but I yeah think, we've been fighting but i think with that though that needs to be not just i mean I'm, I'm hoping what it is for most people that are subscribing to it is a daily practice that turns into a ritual that becomes a lifestyle you know what i mean like and i'm and again so, if, go ahead no, I'm just saying, like, I mean, clearly this isn't for, for us in this room, but for the everyday mind of the people that, again, are looking for that guidance for them to say, you know what, I'm a part of this, but them not just stopping once the boycott is over, for them to continue that same movement. But I think a lot of that has to come with it starting small and then spreading. Nigga. Somebody is fucking on their balcony. That's crazy. It's too far. I will show y'all. But anyways, hey girl, 
Um, I would say, honestly, um, that was, hold on. That was the perfect segue for, for Tiana to join the conversation. Let me just put it out. Epic. I think that that also go viral. I, I, I have a community, like we already have those communities. So it's like, that's something that we already do. But like, as far as like, I never really thought to like tell the world, Hey guys, this is what we do. Like maybe I might want to that. But I also think that people need to just tap into what they're good at. Like, you're if, uh, um, this dude I was watching. I don't know if I said this here, but I was watching this news show and um, randomly, is I don't fuck, I don't, you know, but anyways, I was, I had turned it on. I was looking for something. And uh, this guy, this white dude was talking to the news and he was like, um, you know, I, I live through Rodney King. I'm from LA. Um, you know, this, I know what real change looks like. I know what, when it's just a, a movement and when something dies out, blah, blah, blah. Like he was basically saying like, you know, you young people like you really want to see change. You have to, you know, he was giving a, a, his little spiel and, um, you could just tell what it, I, you didn't see when, well, when I, he was talking, I didn't see color, right? This young Black, I'm gonna say nigga. This young nigga walks up, throws his arm around dude, and is like to the cameras, hey, don't believe anything he's saying. Don't believe in, like, he didn't even know what dude was talking about. So, the way I look at it is, it's like, all right, nigga, you obviously don't have no fear in speaking. Maybe you should work on, like, maybe fuck around with public speaking like tap into something else like if you're if you're someone who maybe can make some signs or you're a creative person but you're not a, a social you, you're not like that you don't want to be around a bunch of motherfuckers okay then you don't have to be it that's not your lane but i feel like people should um like i was talking to my god sister because she's part black and she was like i feel black i feel bad to support like juneteenth and like denounce Fourth of July because I have family members and I was like, you know, we had a whole little conversation and she finally realizes like, do what you can do, do what's good, what 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 stay in your lane. You don't have to just because you see all of these things, nobody's telling you you have to do these things. You but that's life in general. I, I thought everybody knew that too. I yeah. guess not. Do what you're comfortable with doing and participate in however you feel comfortable with your level of participation. Right, and what you're good at. If you're good at something, see how you can do exactly what you're good at and see if you can like, damn, can I make a change in any way? Like, like can what I'm good at benefit any of these platforms, creating my own platform, whatever. Like just, I feel like, you know, I think COVID should have snapped everybody out of the fact that you're not workers. Nobody's workers. Like unless you a real worker ass motherfucker, you're not a worker. So, you know, um, realizing that like, if you're good at something, you can create something from it. And um, but that's that's another part of the cleaning process. Anything I think that's another part of the cleaning process of, of in the black community is us learning how we have to rewire a lot of shit. Learn how to sit by ourselves in a room. Learn how to meditate. Learn how to, you know, be in tune with ourselves. Learn what we're good at. Most people don't, you know what I mean? Because their their idea of life has always been something that was given to them. You know what I mean? Or relying on the conditioning of their parents who got their conditioning from their grandparents who lived through segregation, who got it from their parents, who got their conditioning from slavery, so on and so forth. You know what I mean? And so 
it's one of those things to where, again, I, I, I go back to starting small. So even if it's just kind of like a, you know, building with your loved one or, a, you know, your cousin, I mean, like Brandy, clearly we've like, you know, we've had sessions where we've just been building and like talking about just life in general over the years, right? But kind of making that more of a consistent thing to where you're getting with like a best friend and kind of having like this, you know, accountability buddy, you know, quote SpongeBob, but somebody yeah. that, that you almost kind of like talk to on a, on a, whether it's a daily basis or just on a routine, right? To where you check in and you say, hey, how are you doing? What are we doing today? This is what we're doing this week, or these are the goals for this month. And again, maybe it starts small and then you start to incorporate other people. You well, know what I mean? And you start to build that way. That's actually what I was starting to do. Brandy can tell you, I had, just before all this COVID stuff happened, I actually had, I was putting together a focus group for of women. And I wanted to start an accountability club specifically for black women. And essentially it was um, goal setting and accountability, following up with each other, just basically supporting each other. Like, hey, I know you're trying to do this. You're in this group. You're obviously about your, your stuff. Let me introduce you to so-and-so because I know someone who can help you do X, Y, and Z. And then just the fact that they were in the club should be, you know, weight enough to give you, to make you feel comfortable to introduce someone else in the group to <laughs> one of your homies or someone that you're working with or something else like that. And I mean, I had paid for the spot, had everything set up. I just wanted to sit down and talk to, I think I, I had about 12 women that were coming just to kind of see what would be the most valuable thing for them. Like, how would they like to see something like that approached? What were their needs? Were their needs being met? How could their needs be met if they were not? What would something like that be worth to them? Um, just because, you know, a lot of us know a lot of dope people. And just because I know someone, you know, I'm not necessarily in the music industry, but I know hella people who are in the music industry. What if, no, sings or is, is a great writer or something, I should be able to say, yo, I know a dope producer or a dope sound engineer or a dope artist. I can use you. Maybe you guys click. If you don't, no big deal. If you do, magic could happen. But we as a collective don't support each other enough. And the basis of the group that I want to start is based on that because we don't support each other enough. And we've had several conversations about that. I, I'm, I, I agree. I feel like we, we do support one another, but I feel like there is um, there's a lot of distractions. You know, I, I mean? feel like when it comes to business, it's different, though. You're right. Okay. I I, I, I can't. I don't agree because I'm I'm like I'm. Uh, I, but I, nah. I think you're not saying like on a on a larger scale. I yeah. Think on a in general, scale. like in a mass. Yeah. I'm not someone, I don't ask people for shit. Yeah. Ian will get mad at me because I won't ask him for shit. I'm very bad about asking people for help in any way whatsoever. Same. So obviously, you know, I wrote a book. I passed it out to a couple people. Hey, all I need you to do, even if you don't read it in depth, 
skim through it, look through it. Let me know what you think. I really just need honest feedback. Did it hit for you? Did it not hit for you? What do you think about me, you know, creating a screenplay out of this? They didn't support you? No. You know how hard it is to get a motherfucker to read a book? You know, that's pretty crazy. I don't I don't know if that's like I would definitely say hit a nigga with the audiobook because it be I be busy as fuck. I be on my audio audiobook game. But I I'm affiliated with a few different black businesses and you know we I've just been opened up to a world like they really actually do have a network and it just might not be as big as, and as, as, you know, as loud as what we're used to seeing, like things, cause we're so used to shit being all in our face. So if we don't see it, we think it's not happening. But honestly, when I, like black businesses are connected. Like if they need something, they know somebody to whatever they need to get. Like that actually does happen. And I think that, we should just continue to speak that it does happen. Like, And it could be friends, because I know friends are different. It's hard to get friends to support you because friends always want the hookup. Oh yeah, I'm gonna come to your show. You got tickets for me? Like, Put me on the VIP list. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll read your book. Are you gonna send me a free copy? Like, even though they're the first ones who should be paying for shit, they're the first ones asking for free stuff. But it's not a problem, but it shouldn't be a problem saying no. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it because it, it could just genuinely be a crest a question. Like, I know people that got mad money, like, and they they fucking be knowing they exact dollars and cents. And I'd be like, really? You knew that was three thirty eight seventy two? Okay, that's great. I can't believe that you know that. But but it's like that. It's just a norm. And they'll ask, like, hey, can I get a ticket? And they'll be and then they'll be like, nah, the tickets are such and such. And they'll be like, all right, cool. But it's you like, know, it's just. Thing, but it's like I don't really see that anymore. So it's like I don't want to want to keep talking about it because it's really not like that. Like I know businesses like they don't even know each other. Like I go to one business, it's like I didn't know how connected the black business world was, and I think it's super dope. Like it's something that 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 needs to be normalized within ourselves. We think that it's not happening, and it really is. Like like tapping to that. Like you know now I know that you know. I don't know really what other people are on, but I know certain people are on like not wanting to fuck with certain things just because it's like you're benefiting more than me. But if it's equal sacrifice, I don't think that, you know, it matters who's higher than who in whatever clout they got. From what I've seen when businesses are working together, if it's an equal sacrifice, you know, we pull up for each other. Um, that's so, that's, you know, the narrative I'm standing on. But I, but I, like, I've been seeing it, you know, because I've just frequent black businesses a lot now intentionally, and I do see it. So, you know, um, I think that, you know, y'all being where y'all are at in that sunny area, that beautiful area you're in, I think that it is probably less in your face than it is for me, because I'm like, all up in this bitch and I'm seeing that like I'm literally I was walking by a Starbucks and four people looked at me like better not go in and I wasn't and I was just like damn okay thanks accountability <laughs> um, but that's what's over here I, I think I think what what Tiana really means is like is it, there was this this era of like black businesses weren't being supported by the black community now we're seeing that shift within the last you know 
couple of years, more specifically, like a big shift, you know, because of yes, um, yes, yes. you know where where we're at in the you know current climate. So, like, I agree with both Tiana and Brandy, like, because it's it was kind of the norm where you know you know it's like a uh, person starts some a business and it's like, okay, well, where's the homie hookup? Uh, the homie hookup doesn't mean. I'm gonna make a profit if I give you the homie hookup. So, you know, um, but I think now, like, we're starting to see a lot more support, and it, you know, it, it just needs to continue to grow. Like a lot of things we we talked about last time, need to continue to grow so that you know we get to having more um, Black Wall Streets and more Tokyo also homeless, you know, areas and that kind of thing. And I, and I think there's a there's a catch twenty two within all of it, right? Because a lot of like what I hear from people that I've been trying to talk to about, you know, just through social media about supporting black bus- businesses, is them saying like, oh well, you know, I'm not gonna pay for no you know no crappy quality and blah blah blah. And it's like, well, you also have to understand how economics work. Like, you need to kind of support them and continue to support them. So then they can embedder themselves. Like it's funding, it's investing that comes from it. So if they're a startup or independent business, they may not necessarily be able to afford, you know, the high quality type stuff from your, you know, that you get with Versace and all of that. But then at the same token, you support them, that leads to jobs. You know what I mean? That leads to enriching your community. Whereas a bigger corporation or bigger company is outsourcing all of those things and probably are giving you worse or the same type quality of product, it just has a brand on it or, or colors. You know what I'm saying? Like H&M, that's their, their product and quality isn't great. Niggas was buying the shit though. Like you can afford to- Yeah, the, I mean, the, the quality of the product could be exact, exactly the same, but if, if a corporation has cheap labor that's, that's um, putting together that product versus a, a startup black business that's like, you know, they're they're doing it in their garage and they're putting mad hours in to create the product themselves. Well, like, you know, the profit margin is not the same. Right. I saw um, I saw a clip yesterday of Muhammad Ali and he was talking about, you know, he's like, this is my kind of my my problem with integration it's like you want us and he's talking to you as as white people you want us to look at integration as like we're trying to join what what you guys already have and what you guys already control but why would i want to integrate with your system because you still run the government you still own all the businesses you still have all the land so what exactly am i integrating into if you have all of the power still do we continue with this idea of integration and equality you know because that the meme is out there like you know they should be happy that we're just asking for equality and not for revenge so but do we continue with like the pursuit of equality and that sort of thing it still means that we still don't control anything until we get our own equity until we get our own, you know, um, banking system that is, you know, as strong as uh, Chase or Bank of America. Do we, do we keep trying to integrate it until 
we have our own transportation system. I think we're not, we're not ready to go 370 days or whatever it was like the boycott, the bus boycott in the yeah. in the 60s. We're not ready for that. Like, I think that you know, if you want integration, fucking do. Like I said, like everybody is like on some. This is what we should do. This is what we should do. Man, do what the fuck you can do. Do what you can do, and and do what you want to do. And then if you, you know banks and, and this, that, and the third, make sure you put all of your money in the black bank. Make sure, you know what I'm saying, you start, if you're a, a, a business savvy type of individual, looking to see what you can do. I, I understand that we all need to have, to be on this code and we need these these rules and, and all these, this, this common goal and all of that, but I just feel like until that fucking huge meeting of one version of all all types of black people has is held, this little conference, until that happens, do what you what makes you feel good inside. And if you want integration, do it. If you don't, then move how you need to be moving to make sure that our community is you know what I'm saying? Being uplifted and elevated. So stop fucking tripping off prices, man. You know, stop making black businesses feel bad or charging what they fucking work. That shit is yeah. the weirdest shit to me. <laughs> but but I, I agree with that one. Agreed. But I think yeah. that I, I agree as well. Um, I feel that some of that, what you just said, is almost counterintuitive, right? When you tell people, like, do what you're going to do. Because then, like, that ultimately speaks to, again, the average mind. They're going to think, well, I'm comfortable with where I'm at. I'm comfortable shopping at Target, shopping at Walmart. I'm comfortable with my money. No, no, no. You got to pick our side, and then on our side, you got to pick which way you want to go. But all black people, in my opinion, needs to stop. I'm sorry, mixed people and all that, but we have not had our time to get out. You know what I'm saying? I just, cause I feel like, you know, that's a, that's a hard conversation. There's people like there's, there's so many mixed people. There's so many, you know, some people just got love like a motherfucker. So I, um, that's what I mean. So I want to definitely hear what you mean on the counterintuitive part, but I, I know, I just feel like it's going to take a long time for everyone to, I don't necessarily see that in my lifetime happening where we're all both either, either integration or not. Like, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever come to that, um, to picking one of those, but I definitely still feel like it's all, it's black period. But you, I, want, you can say black and others, but it's still black. Right. But I, and I, I mentioned this just a moment ago with time just kind of being a construct and that clearly we don't have enough time, you know, to attack and address everything that we're going to do. So I, I think it comes down to with the time that we do have, how do we at least light the fuse, right? And so again, it's giving people a clear direction and contextualizing. It. So to say, hey, put your money in a black owned bank, you can do that with these banks here. Here are the interest rates that you can receive you know, that'll give you a, a you know, a high APY, you know, a, a, a higher yield if you, you know, have a checking account or a savings account. Here's how you can benefit by not shopping in these places, right? So it's like, again, I, I feel that to kind of leave people in the wild, it's, it's gonna be literally trying to wrangle sheep, right? Whereas, yeah. and, and again, I don't feel as though that this mass you know, meeting of, of the black coalition is going to happen because 
everybody isn't on the same page. I don't, I don't, I'm out in the same tax bracket as Floyd Mayweather. So when, when right. somebody, when there's a boycott on Gucci because of whatever the case may be, he may get, he may be sponsored by Gucci. I don't know. So he's going to keep buying it. And his influence is larger than mine. So it's like, clearly people are going to follow that. Right. So instead of trying to, again, take this big bite out of all of these issues, you have you have to start small. And I feel as though that that a lot of this is already happening. Like, I feel like there are small communities happening and they exist everywhere. It's just a matter of connecting these dots. And a lot of what what we're saying is very important. Like, yeah, don't ask for a homie hookup, but like it set those standards. You know what I mean? Like, set those standards because we'll go anywhere else and spend X amount of dollars, but it's up to small business owners to stand their ground. And for, again, even if it's if it's small, like one of the things, and again, like I've been on this for years now where I don't, I don't shop at certain stores in certain markets. Like I go to Lamert and I spend my money in Lamert. I spend my money at black owned restaurants or at least allies for that matter, especially with, you know, dietary restrictions or whatever the case may be. But it's, it's one of those things to where now my word of mouth is passing this information on to my immediate community. So when they start to ask like, oh, well, where are the black owned blah, blah, blah. It's like, glad you asked because there's, there's here. Oh, you're looking for a black owned coffee company? There's Haroon, there's Hilltop, there's, you know, Hot and Cool Cafe. You know what I mean? There's South South Cap, South LA Cafe. You know what I mean? Like, and being able South to LA. give that information to people. Oh, I'm looking for, you know, I'm looking for tea and blah, blah, blah. I'm building, oh, perfect. Napoli Naturals has this. So-and-so has this. Yeah. Oh, we're the, the Black-owned, you know, hemp, and I'm looking for some cannabis. Glad you asked. Dope Candy, Sky High <laughs> LA. Glad you asked. You know what I'm saying? So it's like one of those things to where... I feel like, and, and this is me speaking to myself for the past couple of weeks, um, or, or the first couple of weeks after all of this kind of happened, because as you all know, like clearly we've been doing this work. Like I've been pushing these issues with the play and all of that for, for a while now, right? But it, it is getting past that overwhelming wave of trying to get everybody to jump on board with this thing because everything is just everything is firing at right now it's the wild west where everybody everybody has a business and everybody's capitalizing like black people are survivalist at the end of the day you know what i'm saying covid popped yeah. up nick i can't tell you how many little stands of people selling masks and, and i can't breathe t-shirts and all of that you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing but yesterday. it's a beautiful thing. Simultaneously, again, I feel as though instead of trying to convince the world as a whole, convince the whole world around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's five people that are listening Can to you. Let me just fuck my head up, nigga. <laughs> what? Can you elaborate? I'm saying, like, fuck my head up. We, I think I think as individuals, we we try to take on, and a lot of this goes back to, I've been talking a lot about generalizations, right? Like we generalize certain things to say, oh, this doesn't exist, when in actuality, it does. 
And instead of trying to get everybody in the world that we don't know to try to jump on board and see things the way that we see them, start with the immediate family and friends, like I've been saying. Start with the immediate people around you and spread the word to them because that's how you'll be able to reach everybody else in the world. That network will start to expand and, and go different places. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I just have to say that the reason I say do your thing is because I've gotten, I'm, 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 I'm like, I feel like the shit is common sense to shop black if you fucking black, but everybody is like, I don't know if it's, it's just the yin and yang of the universe that it's like motherfuckers just want to fucking combat. Like, well, what if it, what it's like, well, fucking do what you can do then. But you a lot of that like, is convenience though. Like I, I, I always take that into consideration. Especially like being over here at Auntie's house, not being in Culver City to where I can drive one mile and get plant-based food over here off of Western and Slauson, there's there isn't that. You know what I'm saying? Like at the corner of Western and Slauson, there's McDonald's, Baskin Robbins, Subway, Panda Express, Wingstop. You know what I mean? Like this is considered a food desert when it comes to sustainability. Right. So if you're asking somebody that has grown up here to say, hey, stop shopping at this market that's literally on the corner and get in your car or jump in a bus to travel five to seven miles or to take, you know, a 30 minute drive to go somewhere to, to support something that is whatever. It's that's a challenge. You know what I mean? Because for them, they're convinced like it's convenience to tell people hey don't don't support amazon because they're full of shit well then okay well how am i gonna get my deliveries of, of something that's gonna be at my front door in 15 minutes yeah that's all that's 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 don't that's PayPal. no exposure that's no exposure somebody like that need to go fucking go go jump out poverty countries because if you out here tripping off of your two week shipment like I your your priorities is all fucked up period so but again it, we're battling against a, a, a long line of conditioning and programming and I'm I listen I'm 100% with you that's a real but that's a real way to combat that though to, to check you back into reality though like I actually um you know I have a life coach and they was like you know for certain individuals like if you can't you know understand like i think he was saying something about like he's just you know he went to africa or something and came back and he just had a different dog in him and the people he was talking to was like yo no disrespect but i didn't fucking go with you so i don't have what you got and he was like all right cool let's spend some time and research that shit so that we can be on the same page so that's why i say dive into the rabbit hole a little bit so you can realize like i ain't even gonna fret when i went to new york nigga i was like whoa so y'all just walk everywhere like that shit was crazy to me you know what i'm saying so it's like i get it i understand that that's a thing but it's just like now that i'm you know you know once i came back from that experience i'm not the same type of hop in the car and drive around type of person like if it's a, a five minute walk ten minute walk i'll do that so it's like it's really just exposure so if, if you really are genuinely tripping off the shit that is reading and, and understanding what privilege it is hey, so or what type of privilege you have just a regular Tuesday. Just a regular Tuesday. <laughs> hey. What okay. is that? Is that what she was doing? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, 
it's also by design in terms of like you know there's a reason why walmarts are located where they're located there's a reason why check cash in places and liquor stores are located where they're located because and and these all these fast food joints you know being like kind of huddled together like it's by design yeah. to create the convenience to keep you know certain demographics and certain melanated people like unhealthy and, and blah 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 like it's so you know that's we we get it or at least the you know the intelligent people get it they target certain areas they i remember when i first moved to southern california from fresno and where to move and i was talking to like a college acquaintance of mine and she was like well it depends on who you want to live around. She was like, if you want affordable housing, Google Walmart and you can and look at where all the Walmarts are and what housing is around there. And she was like, if you want to live in a nice neighborhood, Google where the Whole Foods are. <laughs> down there. Right. right. And, I, and I feel like, you know, it's a real, the shit ain't that fucking convenient. You know what I mean? They don't got the money to be every fucking where. So if we start spending money and continue to spend money, then they will be able to franchise. But a lot of that goes goes back to this this white supremacy and and you know, you think about when a Walmart pops up, notice how the small mom pop stores start to disappear. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So again, it goes back to the de design of everything. There was a Walmart right off of Crenshaw. I don't even think it's yeah, there. That bitch gone, you man. Know but it came gone. and went. But you saw what it did. Like it was an effort to try to clean out everything that was there because everybody's dollar immediately goes to this warehouse type of, oh, they're gonna give me mega deals. And it's like, you're really not getting any deals, really. You're still kind of overpaying for some, some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like you're getting some mid when you got somebody literally that's a small business owner right across the street giving you that, you know, some some quality product. You know what I mean? They just have to charge more because of all of the politics that, that aren't understood. So I think this goes back to what we mentioned earlier about putting things into context. It's easy, again, to tell somebody, yo, little young wooty woop you need to start going over here and you need to start eating wooty woop and blah, 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 blah. If they don't have the knowledge of what they're doing or why they're doing it, it's it's going to fly right over their head. Instead, say, hey, this is why this is important to shop here. I know it's inconvenient, but this is how you can do this. This is how you can do this. This is another avenue, another route, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I got I to gotta have that conversation with, with my head coach uh, at some point because We'll oftentimes stop off at, at Chick-fil-A for dinner on the way home from a track meet. And, you know, I just saw this part of this documentary um, not long ago where it's talking about, uh, I get all the Chick-fil-A investing in Republican Party and blah, like I knew that. But this one in particular said like how they were, um, they were Changing sending, uniform? no, they were sending financial to a company trap. that was, um, that was, conducting like vaccination stuff in Af in countries in Africa and those women in Africa were being sterilized because of vaccinations and then when when people called them out called Chick-fil-A out on that they said okay well we'll stop contributing to that organization well that was 2014 come to find out in 2018 
not only was Chick-fil-A still donating to that organization, they tripled their donation amounts. Like, and let's not talk about like the infringements, just the small infringements that they make over here. Cause they'll, you know, I think recently it came out that they changed some of their uniforms and made their blue lives matter on their uniforms. Yeah. And recently with all of the stuff that happened, like the protests and things after that happened with George, after George Floyd was murdered, they, um, told people if you're going to protest or if you're support of Black Lives Matter, whatever, make sure that you don't have your workplace listed on any of your social media platforms because we that's how far they want to go to not be associated with Black Lives Matter. Can somebody explain to me what a blue life is? Um, so you remember, I think the man group, wait, <laughs> I think there was like an alien movie and he was blue, right? He came down, he was blue, right? He had a big ass head. Y'all remember that? <laughs> I think that's what they're talking about. Because I mean, you know, like, my check is just it's just a shirt, and and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but did not the vast majority, if not all, police departments change from blue to black like uh, several decades ago? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I'm tapped out. I'm tapped this out. Joke, this shit. Oftentimes, makes a lot of jokes about things that shouldn't be joked about. This is one of those instances where this is something that we shouldn't we shouldn't make light of. There is we shouldn't, but... Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a duo go ahead, go ahead. in Las Vegas that performs, and they've been performing for a long time. They played the drums. They are the Blue Milk Group. Their life matters, and y'all need to stop joking about them. So Their life super matters. Like, shoot to Vegas. Vegas just advertised they back open. And, um, you know what I'm saying, drop a couple ducats in their buckets, you know? <laughs> Blue Lives Matter is probably... It's probably an Apple thing, because don't y'all got like a little blue bubble that pops up for other iPhones? No, we don't, nigga. No, we don't. Is no, it, we don't. You don't know shit about shit. I'm asking, nigga. What is it? For Android users, what is the blue bubble? No, the blue bubbles is for real niggas, okay? You, you okay. green niggas, we That's don't know who you are. That's what I'm talking about. That's what oh, I'm talking okay. about. So that matters. You right, nigga. Blue bubbles matter, green bubbles matter. Bubbles matter. All bubbles. Oh, fuck all bubbles. I'm done. <laughs> choose up, nigga. Choose up. All choose up. Matter. Oh, my God. But I took a personality test, and I I, I realized that you I'm... Not I, you feel for that? Huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. What was you about to say? Did you... A Scientologist ran up on you on the street? Thomas? No, a Scientologist. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, it was with my life coach. So, um, you know what I'm saying? I just realized that there are certain things that I'm not that great at. So it's like, you know, I don't, I can't, the type of personality I am, I can't chime into certain things because I don't have like, I don't, I can't compete with something that like, I don't, if I'm not wired that way. So I just, you know, want to extend to those of you that read things on the internet and be like, what the fuck? And you want to clap back? It's not that necessary because everybody processes differently. So I've actually had to stop myself, you know what I'm saying? A few times. My friend, she, um, Rebecca Bree Bree, something like that. I don't know her Instagram name. She just started some where she made Harriet Tubman. I think it's the what's the what's the one that they the, the, oh yeah the like mother to the Harriet Tubman yeah so or she not and some fucking I'm gonna say some things I don't want to say 
in a human, you know what I'm saying, got on the comments like, you're I can't wait to get home. I'm about to take a good ass shower and I'm about to read this bitch. But you know, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm I'm just a real dominant aggressive personality. So it's like, that's not necessary. So I would just, I would say to those of you that are, are, are getting overwhelmed by certain things online, just, 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 Tap out, tap out and go do something else. Sometimes it's just not worth your breath or your time or your energy or whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You said something that was very important, Brandy. And, and I, I think that that kind of needs to be taken note of as far as like when you started to travel, when you went to New York. And part of the reason, you know, the whole inside joke with me and Swivel, I had the same realization. Like when I went to New York, it was like, damn, like they do walk everywhere. When I went to, uh, <laughs> to Europe for the first time. And it was like, you disconnect from certain things and you kind of see life from a different lens, then it it definitely changes your mentality. I think it's important to kind of take into consideration that everybody doesn't get outside of their bubble. Everybody doesn't get outside of their everyday routine. Um, I'll say this again. There's people that literally wake up, get their kids ready, sit in hours of traffic to go to a job that they really don't have a passion for to go on a 30 minute lunch break, to get off of that job, upset, sit back in traffic, pick up their kids, go home, to go to sleep, to wake up and do it all over again. And they've right. been doing this for time and time out, right? It. I think that it's important to encourage them and to introduce, you know, how you mentioned, like this new lifestyle and a different perspective to them. You know what I mean? But to also, again, give a game plan. So, if you're asking somebody to not like clap back or to even engage, like I would encourage people not to even, if before you even go on social media, read up on stocks, read up on savings, read up on something that's going to enrich you. You know what I mean? Like do something that, and I mean, again, understand who you are. So if you're not into like reading a book, Google something that will empower you how to start a small business, search for something, you know what I mean? And then go on social media or go do something. And ultimately what that'll do is, is that'll almost drive you away from going on social media so much because then you're starting to enrich yourself with other information and becoming more knowledgeable about other aspects of life. You know what I mean? Gardening, how to start a farm, how to, you know, whatever, how to, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever it is, I think, encouraging people and again giving them another outlet something else to plug into this matrix is is yeah it's really fucked up at the end of the day and it's not impossible to reconfigure everything because there's so many glitches but at the end of it all i think again it's important to have a steady game plan and to stick to it to stick to your gun, stick to what you're doing. And again, don't be overwhelmed by all of it. As always, the Kickback Show, the kickbackshow.com. On everything at the Kickback Show, I go by the name of Way Cap Johnny. And she is. What's Organic. Okay. OGB, go for it. And she is West Side Till She Dies, nigga. Organic <laughs> Blackberry. What's up? It's your girl, Tiana Giovanna. And this dude is. DJ Swivel on Twitter, Swivel on Instagram. Anything less would be unswivelized. As usual, do your research. 
everything that we say is just based on our opinion. All right, y'all. <laughs> Deuces. Peace. Don't miss a beat. Kick that beat. Follow us on social media. Go. At The Kickback Show. Kickback on everything.